This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very good Friday morning to you. Thanks for rewinding with us. Stephen Strom here on Marlins Rewind. Tough, tough loss for the Marlins. They battle back. They score four in the ninth, tie it up 6-6, end up losing 7-6 in the bottom of the ninth. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Boy, tough to sum this one up here in Denver this afternoon. The Marlins just put together a comeback for the ages in the top of the ninth inning. They hit a pair of two-run homers. Uh, Soler had the first. Garrett Cooper has a pinch hitter with two out and one out in the ninth inning. Tied it at six after the Marlins coughed up four in the bottom of the eighth inning. Uh, unfortunately, Waskar Brazoban cannot get an out in the bottom of the ninth. He walked three and allowed the game-winning hit to Ezekiel Tovar and the Colorado Rockies walk off the Miami Marlins by a final score of 7-6 to six today. Rockies win 3-4 of four in this series. The Miami Marlins are now 2-5 and five through the first seven games of this 10-game, 10 10-day 10 road trip. Uh, this is the 10th inning show with Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. And, Kelly, um, you know what? Let's first go to the top of the ninth inning. After the Marlins give up four in the bottom of the eighth inning, it was ugly. Flora allowed three runs in a third of an inning. Shagwa allowed the run. That was uh, the inherited run that Flora allowed to score. But uh, it was looking pretty bleak going to the ninth, but another just unbelievable comeback effort for the Marlins. Unfortunately, this one today falls short. If, I, I don't even know where to start, Kyle, quite frankly. The, the, that inning started off by Xavier Edwards, and give him credit, a nice at-bat, his second single of the day, going lefty in that last at-bat against Johnson, despite the drastic splits, followed by a strikeout from Birdie, and then Jorge Soler with yet another home run in this series. He has been on fire his 10th in the month of May, or is it his 11th at this? I'm losing track. I think it's his 10th uh-huh. in the month. I'm losing track. He's hitting one every other day. His 10th, I believe, in the month of May, which should be a MLB leading. And that one, that play in general was a weird one because we didn't know if that one's over, whether it was not with Doyle with the injury who – initially caught that ball over the fence, Rob Solaire, but crashed into the wall so hard. He lost it, was down on the field, injured for a while. Solaire's at first base, looking around, trotting around the bases, not knowing what to do, whether he caught the ball, whether he dropped the ball. So there's that weird situation that got the Marlins within two. Then Guriel continuing to do what Guriel does, put together professional at bat, legged out a double with great base running, Sets up, how about this move by Skip Schumacher, choosing to pinch hit Garrett Cooper, who had been struggling, chooses to pinch hit Garrett Cooper, who crushes a baseball to tie up that ball game. Yeah, I mean, that's the right call there. You you at least have a little power with Cooper. You have a chance. Nick Fortes has not been good. He struck out three times today. He was 0 for 4. Uh, Skip Schumacher pulled all the right levers in this ballgame until he had to go to Brazobon in the bottom of the ninth inning. And uh, that unfortunately doesn't end well here this afternoon. Thought Braxton Garrett was pretty good today. Kyle Freeland was fine on the other side for the Rockies. Uh, you know, again, the big story here 
for the Marlins is, you know, you give up four in the bottom of the eighth inning, you score four to tie it in the top of the ninth, and uh, unfortunately, Oscar Brazoban cannot hang on in the bottom of the ninth inning. Uh, I know we got to get out of here, Kelly, and catch a flight. So uh, we'll have more on this, I'm sure. We'll chat tomorrow night more about this ball game. But uh, thank you as always. Been a lot of fun. we got three more to go this weekend out west. All right, let's jump on a plane, head to Anaheim. All righty, that's Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a listen to all the highlights from this afternoon's contest here in Denver. We were scoreless until the top of the third inning. After Jorge Soler singled with one out, that brought Yuli Gurriel to the plate. Here's the 2-1 pitch to Gurriel. He swings and hits it on the ground. Fair over the bag at third, rolling down the left field line. Jorge Soler is flying into the left field corner. Grichik will pick it up. Soler's going to score easy. Gurriel wants a triple. Here comes a throw in from the relay man. He's safe. Yuli Gurriel's got another triple. This is an RBI. The Marlins have a 1-0 lead here in the third. And they would take a 2-0 lead in the fourth. Xavier Edwards at the plate, two men on base. Count is 1-2 and two on Edwards. Here's the pitch from Freeland. Swing a line drive into left field. It's a base knock with two strikes for Xavier Edwards. Hampson will hold up at second. Scoring easily from third is J.D. Davis. The Marlins have a 2-0 lead over the Rockies. But right, that wouldn't last long. Braxton Garrett was in a bit of a bind in the fourth. Two men on base for the Rockies and Alan Trejo, the second baseman at the plate. One-two pitches, a line drive out towards second. Edwards leaps, he can't get it. Scoring from second is Gritchick. Going first to third is McMahon. This 2-0 lead for the Marlins has been sliced in half here with the bottom of the fourth. A two-out base knocked by Trejo. It's 2-1 Marlins here with the fourth. And it would stay 2-1 into the bottom of the sixth inning. It would be Braxton Garrett's final inning of work. He would only face two batters in the sixth because the first came to the plate was Elias Diaz. Here's the 1-0 offering from Garrett to Diaz. He swings it to high drive in the air, deep left field. we got big problems. This ball game is tied at 2. It was 2-2 going into the bottom of the eighth inning. JT Shagwa stayed out for the Marlins in the bottom of the eighth. He struck out Elias Diaz. The next man to bat was Randall Gritchick. He singled, and that would be all for uh, JT Shagwa. Dylan Floro came in with a man at first base, one out. In the bottom of the eighth inning, and the batter was Ryan McMahon. Here's the 1-0, and that ball is hit. Stung, right center field. Extra bases for Ryan McMahon. This is trouble. Hampson's got it. He fires it back in. Edwards has it. He's going to throw it to third. A run's going to score. Segura's going to tag out McMahon. But the Rockies have taken a 3-2 lead here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And after a single by Tovar, a single by Trejo, and a walk to Talia, Mike Moustakis, the pinch hitter, was at the plate with the bases loaded, one out, and an opportunity to do a little more damage for the Rockies. Bases loaded, two outs. The one-two pitch from Flora was hit in the air, shallow center field. This is big trouble. Going out, Birdie, he's not going to get it. On it is Davis. Two runs are going to score, and that might be the dagger this afternoon for the Marlins. Off the bench in a pinch with two strikes on him. Moustakas just hit a nine iron into shallow center field that chased home Tovar and Blackman. The Rockies have a 5-2 lead. And I beg your pardon. Bases were loaded with two outs for Moustakas, who played it a pair with a single, putting the finishing touches on the bottom of the eighth, a four-run eighth inning. The next man was Brenton Doyle. Here's Doyle, top of the order. He's the eighth man to bat here in the inning for Colorado. 
And the pitch is hit on the ground left side. Birdie's got it in the hole. Long throw to first. A pick not in time. Another run's going to score. Runners trying for third. Throw comes in that way. And out at third base is Moustakis who was trying to go first to third on the play. Another run scores. That is an infield RBI single for Doyle. It is a four-run bottom of the eighth inning for the Colorado Rockies. So it was 6-2 to two, Colorado going to the top of the ninth inning. Pierce Johnson came on for Colorado. He allowed a leadoff single to Xavier Edwards. The next man to bat was John Birdie. He struck out swinging. Edwards was at first base, one out, top of the ninth inning. Jorge Soler was the batter. Marlins will be headed to Anaheim after the conclusion of this ballgame for three with the Halos this weekend. The one-two pitch is hit in the air, center field. Doyle's going back on the run. Warning track at the wall. He leaps. Did he get it? Did he make that catch? Did he make the catch? Yes or no? He is down in a ton of pain in center field. Doyle's right arm is a mess. Did he catch the baseball or is it a homer? They still have not said what the heck just happened. Doyle is down in a ton of pain. I think it's a homer. I don't think he caught the baseball. It's a home run for Jorge Soler. It's a two-run home run here in the top of the ninth inning. This is now a 6-4 to four ball game. Soler goes deep again, but Doyle smashed into that wall. So that brought the Marlins to within two. After the Soler homer, Yuli Gurriel doubled. After De La Cruz flew out the left field, Skip Schumacher called upon Garrett Cooper to pinch hit with Yuli Gurriel at second base, down two, two outs, top of the ninth inning. Cooper did hit a two-run homer a couple of nights ago. That lightning. Here's the 1-1. Here's a swing and a drive, hit deep, left field, Profar's back, track, wall, we are tied at Coors Field. Oh my goodness, Garrett Cooper in a pinch. Just hit a two-run homer to tie this ball game at six in the top of the ninth inning. Oh, my word. The Marlins are not going quietly. So a uh, four-run top of the ninth inning for the Marlins. A two-run homer by Soler. A two-run, two-out homer by Garrett Cooper which sent us to the bottom of the ninth inning here at Coors Field this afternoon. Waskar Brazoban came on for the Marlins. He walked Chris Bryant on four pitches. He walked Elias Diaz on four pitches. He did get Randall Gritchick to fly out to left, but he then proceeded to walk Ryan McMahon. The bases were loaded. There was one out in the bottom of the ninth inning, and Ezekiel Tovar had an opportunity to play the role as the hero this afternoon for Colorado. Bases are loaded for the Rockies. Here's the 0-2 pitch from Brazobon. Ground ball hit towards third. Into left field. The base hit. The Rockies are going to walk off the Marlins. They win it 7-6. Even still with three infielders on the left side of the diamond. Segura could not get the baseball with the diving effort. And it was outside the reach of Garrett Hampson. And after a valiant four-run top of the ninth inning, the Colorado Rockies walk off the Miami Marlins by a final score of 7-6 in Denver here today. A very unfortunate ending for the Marlins. It was looking pretty bleak after the eighth inning, but the Marlins uh, put together one heck of an effort offensively in the top of the ninth inning, even down to their final out. They were able to tie the game, uh, but Waskar Brazoban really struggled in the bottom of the ninth, and the Miami Marlins fall to the Colorado Rockies by a final score of 7-6 to six this afternoon. Marlins dropped 2-3 of three in San Francisco before they just dropped 3-4 of four here in Colorado. We've got three more left to play on the road before we'll head home on Sunday 
a three-game affair with the Angels at Angels Stadium tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. For the Marlins pitching staff this afternoon, seven strikeouts means that $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, that was Kyle Seeloff. Let's head down to listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 7-6 loss to the Colorado Rockies. Skip, uh, just first off, can can you take us through that ninth inning and just you know the emotional swings of, of tying it in the ninth, and then obviously the way that it ended up unfolding. Tough loss, uh, yeah. no doubt. Um, you know, a lot of ups and downs, and coming back down four after um, you know Floro kind of you know having a tough one right there uh, just shows the resiliency of our team, and um, you know Cooper coming off the bench and huge home run, and we felt really good about it, and. Um, Unfortunately, we had a few walks there and and uh, kind of cost us the game. Obviously, some huge swings in that top of the ninth inning from Soler and Coop, but also a couple innings where you leave runners on. Just overall, how would you assess offensively what you saw today? Yeah, we had a few chances to break through. Just didn't happen. Freeland um, made good pitches when he had to, and um, credit to him. But we had we had a good chance to break open uh, the game, and um, you know just didn't uh, you know at the time. But I thought the sixth inning where we had guys on first and second, and um, you know X you know didn't get the bunt down, and then got back picked with Solaire uh, up. Uh, that's that's just what yeah, that can't happen, with, especially with our our best hitter, our hottest hitter, I should say, right now, and Soli up. Um, so that that kind of stung a little bit, but um, yeah, we just didn't really get that big hit until you know real late in the game. The decision to to go with Flora one out in the eighth, and then having to go with Brosman in the ninth, you just take through both of those decisions. Yeah, Flora hasn't pitched in four days, and um, felt like if you know guys on base, we need to get him in the game, and um, if we were gonna you know go down or their best hitter against our best guy, that type of situation, and um, he was fresh, he was gonna get one and go out and get the next one. Um, and, you know, we just felt like that was the right call, right move. Didn't work out, and that happens. But we just felt, you know, putting our closer in, that place is tough to pitch in and, and play in. And I just felt like, um, you know, to keep it right there, you know, using our closer to get out of that inning and then um, go back out was uh, was the move. Just didn't work out. And you have to go to Braz, I think you're down to, what, three guys left out there in the pen? Yeah, Braz, I mean, uh, besides maybe the foul ball that he picked up the other day, um, that was fair. Um, had soft contact, was really good. Um, five ground ball outs, I think that that last outing. So, you know, he's been really good for us all year and um, meted the order right there. Felt like that was the that was the play, but you know, walks are going to kill you, and um, that's kind of the story of that inning. And obviously, with everything going late in the game, the focus of Braxton, five plus innings, another third third straight, pretty good outing for him. Just what have you seen from him collectively over these last few? Yeah, he did really good. Um, felt like his didn't have his curveball. Maybe um, only threw it six or seven times, and um, the first pitch strike wasn't there the whole time uh, for him today. But um, Braxton's done great, man. He's just. He's kept us in every single game, except for maybe that one game. It was Atlanta, I think. Um, but other than that, man, he's been really good. Um, again, this is not an easy place to play, and really good lineup over there. And um, he did enough for us to win the game. And um, yeah, just he should be excited where he's at. And he did enough for us to win. You guys picked up Jonathan Davis, hoping to solidify center until Jazz gets back. Six for seven so far. I mean, how encouraging is it to see him just uh, on the ground and running with? It? Yeah, six for seven with some some walks and some leverage times and big hits, uh, not just like when we're down or up a bunch. So 
yeah, he's, he fits right in. Good guy, um, smart baseball player, just, you know, with talking to him in the limited time so far. And he, he's been a huge addition. I mean, he's, like you said, multiple, multiple, multiple hit games, uh, back-to-back games and big hit after big hit. Um, so it's, it's been a huge trade so far. The caught stealing of Gritchick, is that one where you're just really relying on what the video room sees? Because that, that play was about as close as it comes. Yeah, Austin does a good job, our, our video um, replay coordinator, and he's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's that's not my call. That's Austin's call. Yeah. So, you know, I get credit for it, but I, <laughs> I don't do anything. So it, it's Austin. It was a good job by Birdie, but holding the tag, um, you know, the we – work on tag plays a lot and um, we feel really good about the catchers one hopping and holding tag plays and um, you know that's that's on Austin and Birdie that's nothing I did all right we are right back at it tonight we've got a three-game set with the Los Angeles Dodgers Jesus Lazardo toes the rubber for Miami they need to get going here on this 10-game road trip we are um, headed to game eight of this trip and the Marlins have just won two games on this 10-game road trip I've got Marlins on deck at nine o'clock it's a 938 first pitch in Anaheim as always thanks for rewinding with us and let's flip the M together Miami this is the Marlins radio network driven by AutoNation okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.